Welcome to Crypto Kid Podcast. So today I have a special guest, and I'm going to let him introduce himself and explain what his role, his role in the company of SolveCare and what his background is and how he got started in the blockchain industry. Sure. Hi, my name is Michael Norton. I'm uh, the Global Community Manager for SolveCare. I've been working for SolveCare since February of 2018. Uh, it was my first job in the blockchain space. Uh, my former uh, work experience was in education. So I was a, a calculus teacher for high schools. And uh, I got into uh, cryptocurrency in about 2016. It was just kind of a hobby of mine. And, uh, you know, teachers aren't paid that much. So I needed an extra job on the side and ended up falling in love with the space. And yeah, since then, I've taken promotions at SolveCare, been become a bigger part of the uh, the project here. And yeah, so um, I've worked for many different projects. I've run test nets and built my own apps and things like that. So I have a big background in blockchain. That's pretty neat. It's funny you mentioned that you're in the math because that's the one reason why I dropped out of college. It wasn't <laughs> clicking for me, man. It it's, really it's, wasn't. it's always the answer I get. Always the answer I get. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So thank you for sharing that about yourself. And you do have a unique background and with apps. So for those who might miss the last episode of SolveCare, I don't know if you even watched it. Can you briefly explain what SolveCare is and what they are trying to accomplish? So SolveCare is a global blockchain healthcare platform. Uh, what we aim to be is the Shopify or the Google Play Store of healthcare. We've created a care wallets, our, our wallets uh, that's available on Google Play and Apple Store. And that allows you to connect to any aspect of care. So we've created a platform where anyone can build networks on our platform, fully customized networks. And these networks can be for something as small as a private clinic who wants to have a better uh, administration software for handling appointments or getting in contact with their uh, patients, or it can be something as large as a government who wants to run population health management and enrollment and eligibility for government healthcare programs. So we've created a platform that's full of healthcare applications and full of medical devices and all sorts of networks. What you can build on our platform is absolutely limitless. And we use the blockchain for the immutable ledger, which allows us to have better audibility reduces waste, reduces fraud. And because it's an immutable ledger, it is much tr much more trusted as a data source, which allows for a lot more automation. And through this automation, we can reduce administration costs, which is the biggest burden on healthcare around the world. It's one of the reasons that healthcare is so expensive in the US and, and all over the world. So that's our platform. It, it's, um, it's an open platform. It's designed to be a network of networks. Um, that can handle millions, billions of patients. And yeah, it's it's designed to make healthcare better for everyone involved, the patient, the provider, the insurers, the governments, and yeah. Well, deal. So I'm going to go off script, man. I was like uh, literally on the website the other day and I was like looking on how to sign up for the healthcare. And it just shows, it's just, maybe you might be able to help me out. It just shows like an inquiry, but there's like, I I I can't figure out like how to actually confirm that I have healthcare. Like it just wants me to send the information, then someone will get back to me. 
And I want to know, like, I also want to know, like, what doctor's offices are accepting it? Like, can I just go into the hospital or can I go to the doctor's office and be like, oh, yeah, you're, you're insured, you're covered, so you, we'll take you. So it is based on who is on our platform. So mm -hmm. we do have a, the largest hospital group in Arizona, Arizona Care Network. They've developed a network on our platform. We also have uh, Boringo Ingelheim, which is one of the largest private pharmaceutical companies in the world. And they've created a network to uh, do clinical tests with uh, diabetes and uh, high blood pressure medicines. And we've had charter schools in California use us for our, you know, our COVID uh, application and also um, pediatrics in Florida. So it is as we grow, we do allow more and more. You will see more and more networks available. And you can see these networks by downloading the Care Wallet app and, and checking on the networks to see if you have access to any of them. At the moment, most of our applications, most of our networks on our platform are invite only. You know, if Arizona wants to build a network on our platform, they don't really want people all over the world joining their network. So they make it a private network. But we do have a lot of care networks coming and many of them are consumer facing and will be open. So there'll be a lot of opportunity for just anyone around the world to join these networks. And we actually have one coming in a couple of days, which is kind of nice. Can you tell us or no? Um, we've hinted a little bit about it, but I can't go into too much detail. No problem. No problem. I understand completely. And I like, I'm a traveling guy. I like to travel a lot and say, say if I'm in London, England and something comes up like there's an emergency. And if I find a hospital that could cover me, would they accept me? Or does it have to be in the United States or where the area that you're from? So you would be able to join networks from anywhere. So if um, in England, for example, it's public health care. So it would be through the NHS. Um, but your insurance that you use, your travel insurance, could be a network on our platform. And we actually have looked into travel insurance because uh, uh, medical traveling is actually so large. It's, it's a growing medical tourism, sorry, is a growing industry. So there's a lot of insurance companies that handle that. So if you were to, say, be in another country, if your network, if your insurer, your travel insurance was on our platform, then yes, you would just connect through that. But typically, if it's a public healthcare system, you know, it's through insurance that handles it. But any data that is handled on our platform would be stored. So let's say you went to England and you had some services done to you, that would be your data. And that means when you go back to your country, you could share that with your primary care physician. You could share that with your, your regular, your normal insurance. And you wouldn't have to go through this process of, you know, what happened over there, filling out paperwork and all that. Just be a real quick share with this network. And anything that happened over there would be automatically sent to your normal primary care physician. Wow. Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah. I, I, I want to like bypass all, like all the tedious stuff and make it as simple as possible and you guys are definitely uh moving moving along there yeah so, so sorry <laughs> i saw a post the other day where this girl was suffering from really advanced adhd mm -hmm. to the point where she couldn't even hold work you know and she signed up for disability benefits and the government sent her a 10-page packet of 
information she had to fill out. And she says in the post, I have severe ADHD. I can't focus on anything. So I never filled out the packet. And so she never got disability benefits. And it's things like that, that our platform, you know, when you have these markers on your inside your care wallet, your care wallet is basically like your ID. When you have these markers on there, you can be automatically enrolled into government programs, or at least enroll yourself into government programs without having to fill out all that information. You just share the necessary information and it just goes through. And it's also, you know, going to a different hospital. If you're bleeding, you don't, you may not have your insurance information on you. You know, you may not have time to fill out the the hospital information to tell them what your allergies are and things like that. But the care wallet would automatically share that information. You know, it would just be one click, boom, they have all the information that they need to take the best care of you. So yeah, it's things like that, that just, change healthcare in a, in a way better way. I agree. I completely concur. And Solvecare has been releasing a lot of new um, platform updates. Could you explain more about recent release of 8 launch? Yeah, so release 8 uh, came out earlier this month. That is has a lot of different uh, features to it that help us with population health management. So population health management is not just for governments with public health or like Medicare, Medicaid, or uh, CHIP programs, but it's also for anyone with large insurance or large insurance, large healthcare, anyone with large populations. So the features inside of that, the interoperability, the data analysis that we uh, released, and the enrollment and eligibility suites, they all put together this package that works to help so much if you're an insurance company, for example, and you have, you know, a thousand employees, each of those employees need to sign up for insurance. They need to give their ID. They need to tell their uh, how much their wages are, what plan they want to be on, how many dependents they have. And anytime the dependents change, anytime they change positions, anytime they change healthcare plans, it's extremely expensive for the insurance company to go through all that data, verify all that data. And with our new release eight, this can be handled automatically just with, again, with the markers inside of your, your wallet. So this is a big step forward for us. Uh, release 8 came out earlier this month, and we're getting really close to release 9. Uh, we've made a lot of changes in our platform and how we do uh, development cycles, and it's really put us into warp drive. So we, I'm not even through announcing and explaining to the community <laughs> how many are all these new features and we have a load more features coming out and it just shows just how quickly we're moving nowadays. Yeah. It, and everybody's getting hyped about the new technology blockchain and how it really can help the world. It's already changed the world, but now like uh, if you think about it, we're still in the beginning stages. Like this is like the internet in the nineties. Not a lot of people really understood it but once you started getting that snowball effect it just started getting bigger and bigger and then the world wide web came out and it's just you could talk to anybody from the world and it's just this is one major thing that people better keep their eye on because if it does it's just the opportunity is going to slip right by them and yeah. i'm really glad that you got into it back in 2016 or 17. i got into it in 2016. cool deal cool deal I've been podcasting about it since 17. So, but I knew about blockchain since 2000 and I want to say 12, 13, maybe 14, but never like 
I just thought that it was never going to grow. So then it's one of those things that I look back and like, man, I could have been like a multimillionaire by now. You know what I mean? So I have a funny story with that. So I went to a comic con back in 2013, I believe it was. And they give you all these goodie bags and people hand things out to you. Well, there's people walking around and they're handing out little QR codes that had 10 Bitcoin on it. And it went into my bag of goodies, but you know, I didn't even know what Bitcoin was back then. And so those goodies ended up going away. And I still think about that. Oh man, <laughs> at, at the peak, that was $600,000. I just, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> hey, so anybody that's listening, don't miss out on the opportunity to be an early adopter and become a pioneer and help change lives, especially with health insurance. Sign up and and get involved, get, get involved with the community. Thank you. Thank you. When can we expect the next big platform update? So as I just said, a couple of weeks, we have release nine coming out. Um, but on top of that, we have a whole host of new care networks coming out. And the, the, the exciting thing about these care networks is each of them bring new utility. So what we thought was interesting is we had this idea of what we thought people would use our platform for. And so when we started building, we kind of geared it toward these certain certain aspects, you know, maybe they wanted scheduling, maybe they wanted, you know, better communication with their patients. But what's happened is we have a really incredible demand. We have this massive pipeline. It's one of our biggest assets. And I just did an interview with our partnership manager and he said, most people come to him. He doesn't have to go to them. But what's interesting is that they they come to us and they have these ideas for what they want to build on our platform. And it kind of shocks us. Oh, wait, well, we can build that, but we never even thought about that. So what's interesting is each of these care networks that are coming out, like we just announced uh, DIRA, which is Decentralized uh, Health Record Access, which uh, famous uh, neuroscientist, Dr. Yuri. And each of these networks that come out, they build the demand for, for solve through real world adoption. You know, uh, all the transactions are paid with on solve and things like consent and identity and verification and healthcare payments and all these things, they utilize solve. So on top of just, you know, release nine, bringing more features, which will bring more clients, we have you know, these care networks that are already utilizing the features we have that are that are coming out. And I think those are big development updates for us, you know, to have these new features. Every time we release something like this, it catches the attention of a different company and they think, oh, wait, we should be doing that as well. So yeah, it's a very exciting time for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to keep going and going and going until the end of time until like web four or five comes out. And <laughs> So last time I talked to Pradeep, we talked about the care chain. Could you give some updates about that? Yeah, definitely. So we just had some big changes on care chain, actually. Um, one, we've introduced, you know, all the different modules that you need, like Node.js and Web3 uh, modules, which allow you to build anything on our platform now. So if you're experienced with Truffle or, you know, you know how to use Remix really well or any of the different uh, programs, you can launch whatever smart contracts that you feel that you want on our on our test net. So one of the interesting things is we have a, a large client that is 
thinking about using our new population health management and looking at enrollments and eligibility, and they are actually testing it out on the care chain. So at first we just thought, oh, we build out the care chain, then we'll connect it to our wallet. But now we're getting such demand for it that we actually have large clients that are testing as smart contracts and you can see the transactions happening on our on our explorer and it's really exciting so we are in testnet phase one which is just a general testing of uh, testnet phase two will be where people can be incentivized to run nodes and that'll be very exciting and test out our proof of competence uh, consensus mechanism so it's very exciting there's a lot going on with care chain and we're we're getting a lot we're moving a lot faster than we thought we would there were some technical hurdles that we wanted to get over, um, such as we have CEVM, which is Care Event Virtual Machine, and that handles all the all the things that smart contracts can't handle, like business logic, business flows, and it allows those to still be on the blockchain. So normally, if we were to have something that you know schedules an appointment, for example, you can send the appointment card, the you know, transaction over, and they can confirm it. But actually putting it into the wallets and putting it onto people's calendars is something that's done off the blockchain. But with CVM, we can have everything on the blockchain. It gives a much bigger picture and it makes sure that there's nothing that's left out of the immutable process for, you know, as I said, to make things automated, to reduce administration costs and things like that. So CareChain is coming along great. And if you're interested, anyone can check it out. Just join our Discord and ask to be in it, and I can give you some test solve, and you can get you know start playing with it. So, yeah, the links will be in the description for the Discord and like the Facebook, Instagram, and do you guys have a Telegram? We do. We a very big Telegram. Okay, yeah. yeah, we'll get all those links in there, and so everybody could get connected that is listening, and we'll have they'll give a like face to face or um. Uh, real raw interaction is what I like to say um, because it's not really face to face we're dealing with the internet nowadays so pretty <laughs> much everything <laughs> so I was talking to my friend the other day and he's like man I like your podcast and I like what you're doing but I really want to hear the meat of things like with cryptocurrency and I was like what do you mean blockchain has a significant effect because there's two different the way I look at it is cryptocurrency is an asset blockchain is a is a technology so when the bear market came did did the blockchain take effect from that in your opinion not at all you know I've been through many of these cycles now and there's always the hype cycle and then there's the build cycle. And it's interesting because when the market is going crazy, you see a lot of projects, they jump from one thing to the other. They all want to be part of what is currently the most hyped. So you see projects that were focused on one thing, but, oh, now DeFi is a huge thing. We need to get into DeFi or NFTs are a big thing. We need to get into NFTs. And they jump around a lot. And then when the market goes down, they suddenly switch back to their original focus and start building again. And we see a lot of different technologies come out. So one thing that was interesting is I was trying to use ChatGPT to build um, just a JavaScript bot for the care chain. And the Java, the ChatGPT only uses data from 2021. So it's two years outdated. Mm -hmm. But the I was trying to add, you know, Web3 modules into this bot and ChatGPT was on version 1.5. 
and I checked what it is now, it's version four. So there's a huge jump that's happened in blockchain, just the, the underlying technology in blockchain that most people don't even see because they don't interact with blockchain. They don't build healthcare or applications. You know, they don't build smart contracts. And this has all happened during, you know, it's been a pretty rough market for the last couple of years. But there's been three new versions of Web3 that have come out that have added a ton of new features for anyone trying to build. So I don't think blockchain has slowed down at all. Sure, the the assets behind it can be struggling. And, you know, a lot of projects that rely on their assets to keep running are going to struggle. But the underlying, the blockchain technology itself just keeps getting more robust. Absolutely. Right. You hit the um, nail on the head right there. Every time I look around, I'm just like, what the fuck? Another thing came out. I just yeah. started learning about this one. Um, fintech or decentral. I was like, oh, goodness gracious. I was like, I'm never <laughs> gonna get ahead. And it's just something you just have to take time and be patient and do the best you can, to be honest. Yeah. And dude, you actually found a flaw in chat GVT. Wow, I'm impressed. No, no, it's it's a known <laughs> thing. If you ask ChatGPT when its data is from, it'll tell you 2021. But it's it's struggle. If you can build normal applications with it, because I I read online that people are you know developers are being replaced. But in a in a space like blockchain where things are changing so rapidly, having two year old data is absolutely worthless. Like mm -hmm. it, it just it will not build anything for for blockchain. Which means if you are looking to get into development, I would definitely gear toward blockchain because you know things are moving so fast. Every project is desperate for for blockchain developers. So if you have any listeners out there looking for a career change, that's the way to go. Yeah, and um, or if you guys are hiring, would hit them up. Hit up. We're always hiring, <laughs> especially if you're a developer and, and with blockchain experience. Oh yes, please, please call there, us. <laughs> there you go. Tell them you heard it now, Crypto Kid. So from a side platform development, I see Solcare also been busy adding new partners and networks. Can you tell us about those? Yeah. So the most recent one was Dira. And that is, again, the decentralized health record access. Uh, they're going to be doing clinical trials on our platform. So this will be, he's mostly focused in the U.S. He did uh, his studies at MIT and his PhD at Yale, I believe. Um, he's very well known, very respected. And he met one of our uh, team members at the Government Blockchain Association and from there, he kind of pitched his idea. He said, I want to make something where, you know, it's digital records for clinical trials, because I feel like the data there is much more robust. And we said, oh, you know, you're, you're right up our alley. You're, you're exactly what we're looking for. So he's creating a network where he's going to tie into different clinical trials that happen around the U.S., possibly around the world. And they're going to run using our enrollment and eligibility suite. Uh, we've also had, I think we've had two partnerships in the last couple of weeks and we're actually running a teaser campaign right now for a new partnership uh, but the one before it was with hillstone they're a well-known company in korea and they're actually helping us expand more into korea there's a place called the incheon uh, economic free zone and they're looking to make you know a blockchain city you know florida is one of those that we're looking to make a blockchain city and Korea has the same thing that's going on right there. So um, we actually partnered with a well-known, well-respected, they're, they're a venture capitalist type of company. 
and they're going to be helping us, you know, meet up with uh, hospitals and things like that and, and uh, provide capital to help us expand inside of Korea. So it's very exciting. Dude, I love that you brought up Florida. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> I grew up here and this is this is the place to be during the winter. Not the summer, not so much summer, but yeah, Miami is considered like the blockchain capital of the world or Bitcoin capital of the world. Yeah, it's definitely. really neat. They like if you go, you can see like the electric bull or whatever, you know, like how New York they have their oh bull. yeah. <laughs> so make sure you check that out. And I'm also glad you brought up Korea because most of my listeners are from Korea. So shout out to you guys. Thank you for listening and getting out there. And one last thing, the Government Blockchain Association. That's actually where I got started hmm. uh, with becoming mainstream in my own world with, with cryptocurrency and podcasting because that's where I met Pradeep, the CEO and founder of self-care and he gave me a chance he gave me an opportunity and he was just like he saw that i was growing and he was a busy guy he was a busy guy doing uh speaking on stage and out there i was just going through washington dc and i was like i crashed the place i was like oh there's an event and i got to meet amazing <laughs> people <Yeah. laughs> so that's pretty cool that you brought up all those points thank you for doing yeah. that Hearing Pradeep speak, especially in person, oh, so powerful, so powerful. Yeah, and he he knows like when, when it's like when he sees opportunity in somebody, he'll he'll give him a chance, and that's mm -hmm. that's why that's why I have a lot of care for him and and things like that. So, what are the major focuses over the next eighteen months? Great question. So over the next 18 months, we're focused, well, we'll break it into two parts. So on the development side, we're very much focused on launching the care chain. Care chain is going to bring, it's going to bring easier implementation of zero knowledge. It's going to make us much more transparent. People can see the transactions. Having your own layer two as well means incredibly fast transactions. And also the other features like CVM I went over um, so we're focused on care chain. We're also focused on these platform updates that um, we, we spoke about it before. It's like release six was essentially we had built the house. The house was built. It was functional, but inside it was pitch black, you know, and then release seven was adding some lights, windows and doors to it. Release eight is adding the furniture and each release after that is just making it more and more a home, a home to healthcare. So it, with each of these releases, we're going to have more features, which allow more clients to come on. And each time we're making it cheaper for them to make a network. We're making it faster for them to make a network. And it just builds and builds. Our end goal for the SolveCare Foundation is to be like the Ethereum Foundation. We want to sit back and focus on the platform and not be helping uh, potential clients and and potential partners build these networks. We want to make it so they can just come in and build their own networks. Uh, one thing Pradeep said that I really liked is eventually we'll get to the point where people much smarter than us will be able to come along and build things we didn't even know was possible on our platform. So that's the end goal with development. So over the next 18 months, we just keep releasing these, uh, these big updates to our platform. 
And then on the you know consumer, the the revenue side, the adoption side, we're at this point where we're at the tipping point of mass adoption. So mm-hmm. our platform works. We have a lot of demand for our platform. We have an incredible amount of care networks we're working on with with partners all over the world for all different use cases. So you know, bringing on all these patients, having people have wallets, having them utilize Solve, growing demand through real world utility, that is a big driver for us. You know, we want millions of patients on our platform by the end of this 18 months and, you know, really show the world that DeFi is not the only place that can be revolutionized by blockchain. You know, we want to show that blockchain can revolutionize all the different industries and healthcare, we think, is one of the biggest industries. Everyone needs healthcare. So achieving this mission and getting mass adoption, proving it will not only help, you know, build our ecosystem, but it'll help with things like regulations and compliance. You know, most of the time, these uh, governors, these lawmakers, all they see are the meme coins and the scams and things like that. Mm -hmm. And to have like a flagship project like we see ourselves create something that actually brings benefit and is economically viable for people that will do a lot for how they shape laws and how they you know accept more um be more open with blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies so that's our goal right now is just mass adoption and just keep building out our platform that's that's the main goal over the next 18 months it's gonna get there man and you guys honestly are like a sleeping giant just ready to getting ready to wake up and then once it as you guys wake up, it's going to be like, oh, everything's going to go all out. And it's going to yep. be something very beautiful. And when you look back at life, just like, I told you, mom and dad, that this was actually something <laughs> useful. Or I told my friends, like, yeah, you guys didn't believe me. You know, too bad for you. I'm sorry. That sucks. But it's never, it's, it's still not too late. It's still, yeah, there's still a chance. And there, like you said, with building, developing, there's going to be new opportunities for jobs also. So it's just going to be a difference in the way society works as a whole mm-hmm. and the big change. And I talked to a lot of old folks and they don't want, they don't really want us to see the change. They're just like, well, cash is king or they're just used to the old fashioned and that's yeah, not the way we live now. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so many projects lack communication with their communities and only communicate through announcements. How does SolveCare enhance their interaction with their community? Oh, so we love our community. Uh, we take a lot of feedback from our community, ideas. Um, we actually have a lot of healthcare people that come into our community and pitch ideas or partner with us or you know, opt to run nodes and things like that. But I personally, I handle a lot of the communication with the community. And when I took this bigger role as the global community manager, I handle all the different regional communities, um, our global English community and our Korean community are by far the mass, most massive, but we also have all different languages, Spanish, uh, Spanish, French, German, um, you name it, we have it, you know, and, but I wanted to bridge the communication. When I took this role, I saw that we were becoming one of those projects that really only do announcements. And, you know, if anyone asks a question in the community, oh, just wait for the announcement kind of thing. So I started this weekly Discord voice chat 
where I go over the news of the week. I discuss anything internally I heard, like development updates or anything I think the community would be interested in. And then I just open it up. Anyone can ask questions. Anyone can jump on stage and ask me a question. And I do that once a week to kind of, you know, help people really understand the platform and ask any question they really want. I've also now launched a new initiative where I'm bringing on different team members. So this week I had William Crawford, who's our uh, business, um, he's part of our partnership management team. And I had a week where the community got to ask a ton of questions to William. And then I went through and asked all those questions to him. So I'm making it more open. And we're going to have once a week, we're going to have different team members uh, come on and anyone can ask them questions. But yeah, we, we're big into our community. We we know that communities build projects and we want to have an open platform where anyone's going to build on it. We need to attract as many people as possible, make them feel welcome, make them feel heard. And that's a big part of it for us. Okay. Okay. Is the best time to learn? What's the, what is the best time to learn about salt care? Right now, <laughs> as we, <laughs> we just talked about, we're at the tipping point of mass adoption. You know, we, we're going to be at the point where we're adding partners after partners, after partners, uh, the partnership manager that I spoke to, uh, his goal is to add two partnerships a month. And he is one of many partnership managers. But when we spoke to him, he said he had a spreadsheet of 180 different prospective clients that he's speaking to at the moment, you know, and he calls it the funnel because it's basically how close they are to signing up for it. But he said that most of them have come to him, you know, most of them approached him. So we have multiple partnership managers, you know, around the world handling different clients. And yeah, we're getting to the point where we can add their networks. We can we can enroll them. We can uh, bring on to their, no matter how big their systems are, no matter how many journeys or healthcare applications they need, we can launch their networks quickly. And it's just going to be one after the other after the other. So joining us now is probably the, the best time you're ever going to find to join us because we are, as you said, the sleeping giant. And we've been building toward one goal for the last six years. And we finally made it to the point where we're ready. We're ready for mass adoption and people's heads are going to spin how quickly we're going to grow over the next year or so. All right. All right. I am definitely looking forward to it. Now, as we come to a close, is there anything you're excited about that's about that's going to happen? Any events that are going to be coming up, like, um, for example, Governor Blockchain Association, they always have events. Are you guys going to be at the next one or um, are you doing a tour, anything like that? So we do have some events that we've been looking at. Um, I know right now we've, yeah, the Government Blockchain Association will definitely be at. We're trying to get into some of the bigger events and looking at some of the smaller events as well. As far as like events anyone can get excited for, as I said, we we are teasing a new uh, partnership that is launching very soon. And we have also a new care network that we're going to be delivering in the next couple of days that's going to be open for everyone to use. Um, so we do have, again, the talks that I do. If you want to learn more about our different team members, you can do that. But yeah, we're I, I work on a lot of these announcements. And I have never worked so hard in my life. We have so much coming out. We used to have this long system when, oh, an announcement's coming. So we had this long system where we run up to the announcement and work on it for weeks, 
coming up to the announcement, we can't do that anymore. We have so much coming that we just have to drop them, you know, one after the other. So yeah, there's a lot coming for us. And if you're, if you're interested, feel free to join our telegram. We have a lot of, you know, community activities that are going on. You get to meet the team members through our different voice chats and video chats. You know, it's, you know, get to know us. It's very, we're very complex. We take a very complex problem and turn it into a very simple solution. But when you start learning about us, you might, it's a little overwhelming because there's so much to our platform, but we're always there to help. We have incredibly friendly community members who love to explain solve care. They write articles about us and everything like that. So yeah, definitely come check us out. It's the, it's the perfect time. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And I really do hope um, the best with your endeavors. And dude, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy guy and you got things going on all around the world. Where are you at right now, by the way? I'm actually in Budapest, but I'm only here for a few more days and then I'm off to Prague. So, yeah. Wow. So if you're in any of those places, make sure you um, link up and I'd love to have you come down to Florida, man. We'll have of a course. beer, go out on the boat. I don't know. I'm a fishing guy. I don't know if you like fishing. I do. I do. <laughs> All right. Maybe you might show me a couple of techniques because I've been lacking. I don't, I'm not catching as much as I should, though. Oof. And we'll have yeah. a good time. Definitely down here in Port Charlotte, Florida. So the mm. sponsor of this podcast episode is Boat Rental Seekers. So if you're down in Punta Gorda, Port Charlotte area, make sure you hit us up. And we'll take you out on the cruise. You can hire a captain, go to the fishing bars, go to the, um, what is it, the islands. We have Boca Grand Island and all those around here. And, yeah, man, looking forward to meeting up with you and seeing what's going on with Selker for the next time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. No problem, dude. Take it easy, and uh, we'll be in touch. Yes. Thank you. No problem. See you.